Welcome back to our Friday edition of Humans with Purpose, where I do a bit of a check-in with you using the PIES methodology, and I also uh, choose a specific topic that I think will be really helpful for you in your everyday life. So to check in quickly, physically I have been slacking off a bit and my steps have declined uh, dramatically, which could be attributed to starting a new job, which is fairly intense. Um, I'm eating a lot more healthy. I actually voluntarily chose to eat a salad the other day, which I'm quite proud of. Uh, my sauna consumption's gone down and now using the sauna about three times per week, but I always feel much better after I do it. Intellectually, I've just finished reading The Power of Suffering, which is terrific. And now I'm reading The Codebreaker, which is Walter Isaacson's latest book, chronicling Jennifer Doudna's incredible discovery and application of the CRISPR gene editing technology. So this is just a cracking read about a fascinating topic, and nobody does this format better than Walter Isaacson. So I highly recommend getting involved in that book. Emotionally, starting a new job at Spark has really helped me boost my self-esteem and confidence, which is much needed. The team's been really great sense of psychological safety, nurturing, care and compassion, which was just totally absent at the Department of Justice. Many of you might have seen the Age article that came out on Monday, uh, linked in our show notes, and uh, I've just had a tremendous amount of support from the community, the Humans of Purpose community, my friends' circles, my professional networks. Um, so I really want to thank everyone who's reached out to me for that, uh, which has been tr quite tremendous. And the LinkedIn post that I did on uh, Tuesday has reached nearly 20,000 people. It's had about 300 likes and about 60 insightful comments, which have led to conversations about how we can reform the public service and really give public servants the right to free speech. Socially, I haven't seen friends as much as I'd like to, but I'm hoping to rectify that on the weekend. It's just been basically all hands on deck trying to get used to the new job and focusing on self-care too, which hasn't left too much free time. The topic of today that I want to talk to you about is called probabilistic thinking. Probabilistic thinking is the idea that thinking in probabilities, and it's a way that you can consciously start to see the world in its various shades of grey rather than the binary black and white thinking which we can all fall victim to. Black and white thinking is a cognitive bias that predisposes us to thinking things are one way or another, yes or no, up or down, in or out, and it leads us to overlook complexity and uncertainty. That was taken from a recent Harvard Business Review article by Mike Walsh. Probabilistic thinking is rooted in the wisdom of Thomas Bayes, and you might have heard before of Bayesian thinking. Bayes wondered how he could predict the probability of a future event if he only knew how many times it had occurred or not in the past. Bayes figured out that even when it comes to uncertain outcomes, we can update our knowledge by incorporating new and relevant information as it becomes available. You can start to apply Bayesian or probabilistic thinking by saying things like, I'm 65% certain that the Hawks will lose on the weekend, or I'm 40% sure that the upcoming Victorian budget will focus primarily on mental health funding. And you'd say that instead of saying things like, the Hawks are definitely going to lose this weekend, or the upcoming budget won't likely focus primarily on mental health funding. You can then update your percentage certainty by evaluating and incorporating new information. The more you do this, the closer you are likely to get an accurate forecast. For example, if the Premier's office issues a press release saying that infrastructure will not be a key component of the upcoming budget, this might increase my belief that the budget will focus primarily on mental health funding by about 10 to 15%. So then at that given time, I'll now be 55% sure that the upcoming budget will focus primarily on mental health funding. Another example might be, if I learn that the Hawks have lost two key players an hour before kickoff and their opponents have brought back one of their best players, I might revise up my estimate by 
uh, that the Hawks will lose on the weekend, and that'll go to 75%. At first, this approach is challenging because the human mind is naturally deterministic. We generally believe that something is true or false. Either you like someone or you don't. Either something will happen or it won't. Walsh concludes, developing a probabilistic mindset allows you to be better prepared for the uncertainties and complexities of the algorithmic age. Even when events are determined by an infinitely complex set of factors, probabilistic thinking can help us identify the most likely outcomes and the best decisions to make. Adam Grant, in his recent book Think Again, uses the example of Super Forecasters, a book written by Philip Tetlock, where forecasters compete in leagues to crook to correctly apply forecasts of things ranging from provincial elections in the Democratic Republic of Congo to whether the central bank will raise interest rates to the likely spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. Some amazing results were demonstrated by super forecasters who often update their predictions about six times on average. Some uh, interesting findings were super forecasters were over 30% more accurate than intelligence analysts with access to classified information. 100 super forecasters defeated hybrid systems combining machine learning and crowd forecasts with over 1,000 people. An analysis of the Good Judgment Project forecasters by UC Irvine decision scientist Mark Stavers found that super forecasters anticipated events 400 days in advance as accurately as regular forecasters could see those events ahead 150 days. So I highly recommend you check out goodjudgment.com and read Adam Grant's Think Again. And start to practice putting your opinions uh, on outcomes into percentage terms and update these on a regular basis. See how it changes your relationship with uncertainty and helps you to make better decisions. So I hope that one's been helpful. It's one of the things that helps me a lot in my life. We covered habit stacking uh, two weeks ago and today's been probabilistic thinking and who knows what we'll cover in two weeks' time. So tune back in and otherwise catch our regular episode on a Tuesday. Be well.